Ready? Set. Go. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we're canceled. <laughs> Already. All right, it's me, Trail. I'm Cairo. Isaac. And we got my uh dang it, Nathan on the ones and twos. Um, we are the storytellers and uh we're starting a podcast, all right? So the first thing I wanna get to is congratulations to Isaac for uh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. For um you're getting married soon, right? Yeah, February. Tell uh, you better it. know you're in the wedding party. Yeah, I know. Hey, did you did you <laughs> did you go with the two 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 thing? Of course. So He's getting married, right? He decided to go at February 22nd, 2022. At 2.22 in the afternoon. Uh, are at you marrying a man? Afternoon. Oh, that's... that's I, I'm not going to lie. That's actually pretty cool. I, I, I <laughs> forgot a, there were any more it, days like that. It's a Tuesday as well. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> that's the stout, right? You got it. You, you, you got that. <laughs> That's, a good, that's such a good idea. You wish you could get married on that day, right? I think I am. <laughs> just because. Just go to Vegas, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, tell us about um, pre-marital life, or I should say the enga- engagement life. Well, would getting, getting engaged? Just, I thought you were going to ask about premarital counseling. Um, yeah, you can tell us yeah, that, too. Yeah, I'll talk about that, too. No, no, I'm, I'm good. Be engaged. <laughs> we, just, we just started that. No, getting engaged was like... Amazing and super fun, but I will say this: there's something that, like, I feel like I feel like I knew in the back of my mind that I have to prepare for, but I wasn't aware of is like the amount of unsolicited advice people give you when they find out you're engaged. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, it's unreal. Like I, I, I'm all over it so fast, and and the thing that annoys me is how many people are just like, "Don't do it," and I'm like, people. <laughs> People telling you not to get married? Yes. Is it because she's a bad person or because you're the bad person? Have you met her? No. <laughs> no, it's because they don't like marriage. She's pretty like because Are these people no, married already? Dude, I have one guy say, I just celebrated my fortieth wedding anniversary. Don't do it. And I was like <laughs> What does that say about your marriage? <laughs> can we talk about marriages? Can we can we talk about marriages? Yeah. Because I'm not married. And I don't think I, I want to get married. Why not? I don't think. Go ahead. I know you want to say something stupid. <laughs> Here we go. Get those time steps ready. Wow. Wow. Your opinions are valid. Get those time Carol, steps. Your, vin- your opinions are valid. Well, it, it's it's not it's not to you directly. It's just, yeah. th- th- and this is all my personal opinion. I feel like women just aren't ready for marriage. So he grew up. Um, Here we go. He was when at the age of like. Should I lay down on this couch? <laughs> at the age of seven or eight, he was indoctrinated, right? And he was uh, initiated into the woman. Uh, I, I was actually circumcised. Club. I don't know what you're talking circumcised about. Circumcised at seven? Yeah. No, so he just hate women. But I, he he doesn't have the courage to be gay. So nah. that's the thing he's going through right now. Listen. Listen. And we're canceled. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm gonna tell you what it is. I I have searched far and wide, and every time I think I'm getting listen, close, he says he searched far and wide. But listen, 
we had this conversation already. No res- disrespect to the girl you with well, right you now. Just call me gay. So <laughs> no disrespect the to the girl with you you're with right now. But he says I've searched far and wide, but his far and wide is like hood rats, and that's why I'm, I'm telling him like, dude. You can't say there are no good girls if you're constantly going to the gutter trying to find good girls. You know what I mean? I got to tell her not to watch this podcast. I just told her I'm going to be on a podcast. Make sure you tune in. No, it, it, I don't. It's not that I think that. It, it could be that, you know, they say water sinks its own level. So maybe it's just because I'm what, not a good person. What, what was that saying? Water sinks its own level. Water sinks its own level, you know. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And so, in other words, you know, you you get what you you attract who you are. You know, you, you get the person that you attract. You or, saying you trash? I'm, that's what well, I'm saying. You know, maybe I. That's what I deserve. Maybe that's what I get. That's what I'm putting out there. But I've learned a lot. I think I've learned. I'm still learning, but I feel as a man. What do you think that you benefit from marriage? I mean, what is your benefit from marriage? Or do I feel like I benefit from marriage? Yeah, wow. contractually. I, I know you're very religious, you know, from what I've yeah. heard. So I, I know you're doing it for, you know, purposes of religion. But let's say yeah, as someone who, who isn't very, you know, religious, what, what do we get from it from a contractual part? <clears throat> as a man, what, what, what do we receive from it that we can't get without marriage? Wow, that is that is a deep question. Uh <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's as, as someone who is a Christian, um, like we, we aren't having sex and we aren't doing that until we get married. Um, so I guess that would be like the, (laughs) considering I'm a guy, that's the first answer that pops into my head. (laughs) But, um, no, I mean, I, I believe marriage is like a three-person covenant between two people and God. And that it was designed to to build intimacy that, that you don't get not in marriage. So I, I feel like there are things that we're, I'm not, that I'm going to benefit from in marriage that I don't even know that I'm going to benefit from yet. I think, <clears throat> and I might be wrong when I say this, but I think like for a non-believer someone who's not a Christian, I don't think it matters too much if they get married or not. Because I feel like marriage is such a, I don't want to say like religious thing, but I feel like for marriage, it's important for people like me and Isaac because what we believe. I believe that too. It's a a religious covenant. But also looking at it from the outside, I think that a lot of people get married for the complete opposite, just for like, uh, it's a contract. What, what 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 would you get from having a business partner? You know, that to me, that makes more practical sense, but I understand both sides. You know, I'm I'm not a non-believer, but I'm not going to go into a government contract over something that's in the Bible. Does that make sense? Like, it's the way that it's written. If you have, uh, what do you call it when you're married, but, you know, without a marriage license? Um, oh yeah, yeah, like um, common law marriage. Exactly. Like, see, that makes sense because you know, <clears throat> between you and your wife, you're saying, "Hey, I'm married. We're married. There's right. nothing else needs to be said. I'm gonna, you know, treat you right under the eye of God." Then you have someone else who comes in who says, "Hey, well, I have this. You have that. Let's put it together. You sign the contract." I understand that too. That's why you see. 
uh, gay marriages. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's like the prominent thing now. Why do you think gay people fought so hard for their rights? It's not, they could have easily been in a common law marriage, but it's the, they know that they're missing out on all of the, the all of the qualities that they can get from a regular marriage or, you know, the heterosexual marriage. What, what are the things they're, <clears throat> they're able to get now that they can get married? Just for instance, it, you know, if... Is it the taxes? Because I, I yeah, think like, of course. Yeah. I think taxes is like probably the only thing, the only big thing. No, it's taxes. It's any subsidized things that come from the government. Um, well, uh, yeah, Health. yeah, uh, uh, adoption. Uh, you count it as a couple. Um, healthcare. Yeah, like uh, healthcare, big stuff. thing, especially in the um, you know, in the military. If you're mar- uh, married, and if, if you're gay, you either have to fake a marriage, or you know. You just don't get that. Yeah, so all these things were part, like, partly some of the things I was thinking about when you said, what can you get from being married for someone who's... Well, that's why I asked him, you know, from a religious standpoint. Yeah. So what about you, though, is for someone who, whether you're in between or whatever... For me to get, for, for, so for me to get married, it would have to make sense, um, this is just me, but, uh, you know, my opinion may not be popular, but it would be for financial reasons. Uh, as far as love and um, loyalty and those things, I could give a woman those same things without marriage. Yeah. The only difference is if she wakes up one day and says, you know, I'm kind of bored of this, cool. But you're not going to take half my money. <laughs> I mean, that, that's my whole thing about it. And then it's, it's what do I do then? Do I, do I pray to God and say, hey, remember a couple years ago when I got married? Remember that, that whole thing we had? This woman's leaving me <laughs> now what she gets half of your stuff too how does this work because it's in contract so in other words prenup prenuptial this uh this podcast is brought to so, you by the letter p <laughs> i feel like the last five minutes has just been like a summation to, to sum, summarize cairo has trust issues yeah fair? I, I do and i was thinking about that today maybe i do Maybe I was burnt one too many times, um, both I mean, that's fair. Experiences, I mean, experiences uh, <laughs> kind of uh, influence how you how you feel about something. So, so let me ask some personal questions, and we can uh, take this out. But I want to interview you a little bit because because we haven't really been formally introduced. I've met you before, but we haven't right, had a conversation. Right. Um. So. Is, is this like your first real relationship, like high school sweetheart, or? Uh, no, I've had. Um, I mean, I had I dated in high school. Um, I had a girlfriend for a couple months. I've had a, two or three girlfriends. Um, this is somebody that I met in like 2014, uh, and we just became really, really good friends uh, over the years. Uh, she put me in the friend zone. I'll put it that way. She yeah, put she me in the friend wait. zone in 2015. I still have the receipt of her saying like, "Let's ah, just be thanks, friends." But no thanks. Yeah, I got a lot of those too. <laughs> yep, we're different. See, you sit and wait. I'm envious. See, that's the thing. He didn't sit and wait. He <clears throat> he worked on himself in that time, mm. and she worked on herself yeah. as well. And then they found well, I wouldn't say they found each other again, but they had a conversation and things worked. I out respect for them. that. I yeah, respect no, that was that's very true. Where over that time. Um, it, we've we've talked about like thank God she put me in the friend zone back then because neither of us were ready for this, um, but since then we've both been in therapy and and been on some pretty crazy journeys and and uh, I was 
we've kind of helped the, we kind of helped each other through those journeys as friends. So it was just one of those things that like in 2020 during the pandemic, I was living alone by myself and it was like, I mean, that's how living alone works, but, um, <laughs> it was pretty tough mentally. So my therapist was like, you need to reach out to people. You need to talk to people. And she was one of the people that I reached out to. And, um, it just sparked deeper conversation. We realized like we have all this like emotional intimacy that, that have been, has been built off of this friendship. And then, uh, we decided to give it a relationship a go and we fell pretty fast. Have you, have you, any of you guys ever been to therapy? Therapy? Like, I mean, like just therapy, just said, you know, maybe I need help. I need to go to therapy. I went to, <clears throat> I was having, I don't think I told you about this, Isaac, but I, I think you, knew you told about, me about it, a little yeah. bit about it. Um, I did go to, um, there was just things going on in my head that I couldn't understand. And I didn't understand why my emotions were doing weird things and I couldn't control things. And, uh, I talked to a friend and they said, maybe you should just go get checked or talk to a doctor or something. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. So I ended up going to, um, a doctor when I was living in Maryland and, um, uh, they had me, you know, we had a conversation. They checked a few things, asked me a lot of questions and things. Long story short, I walked out of the office and the doctor told me that I was bipolar. And he prescribed me some medicine to take. I never took the medicine. <laughs> you know, took medicine. But, um, yeah, I mean, the doctor told me I was bipolar. So I can, I can say that I've been diagnosed with bipolar. But have you ever done therapy? No, I've never been done therapy. That's crazy. I mean, that you can't answer that question, especially consider there's two of you. You still could answer that question. <laughs> that's a simple question. The reason it's, I, the, it's crazy because that's the thing. People think bipolar is like a split personality. You don't want to hear not. about you wrestling mania and none of that stuff. Listen, the that's point that the, the, the reason I brought this up is because there could be a disconnect as far as race. There's such a negative stigma as black men about therapy. Easily. He, he said, well, we weren't ready, so I went to therapy. Yeah. I've gone to therapy one time only because I was trying to get some drugs. I just wanted some uh, Zoloft or whatever they were giving. So I went to my primary care physician. I was like, them? I didn't. He was like, uh, yeah, man, I wouldn't feel right prescribing you these unless you do mandatory therapy at least one time. I said, all right, set it up. Now I go in there and I'll talk to myself and do cartwheels and everything. And they'll take me out of jury duty for the rest of my life. And I'll get all the pills I want. It didn't work. I ended up crying like the first first 10 minutes. Crying because you didn't get the pills? Yeah. <laughs> no, because, <laughs> because we were talking about things that I, I was finding. Uh, and, and it was a female. And I, Let me ask I, you a question. When was this? Uh, this was a, two years ago. This is at a time when me and you were having a lot of deep conversations. And you were making, you, you were being very introspective about a lot of different things at that time. It, and right, I think and I want to say it was before, I think that was after I went to therapy. It might have been right after because you were asking a lot of questions. Because I remember I was because she we was telling me things and I was like, oh my God. I, I came in here with my chest poked out like I am not going to let this woman tell me anything. We're going to fight. We're going to fight and I'm going to walk out with those pills. But it didn't happen. I, I was, I cried. Yeah. With the, within the first 15 minutes. And let me ask you this too. Because 
Excuse me, you never had to face those things. I, no, I was a late bloomer. When I say a couple years ago, I mean, I'm 32 now, so in my 30s. Right, but you've never had to sit down and think those things through. That you no, no, no. Yeah, so. In the times that you... I did, I was in control of the situation, mm-hmm. and I was just self-assessing myself. Like, to have someone else do it, cut me like a knife. Yeah, let me ask you a question. Why do you think so many black people go through that where they don't, Seek help. It's because of the negative, ne- negative stigma. If, as, as black men, if we tell somebody that we went through therapy, it's, oh, man, you crazy, man. You, you must be bipolar. You mean like, like you just trying to get some free now? pills. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Isaac, just like that. Yeah. Didn't feel right. Went to therapy. Got it right. Now we're getting married. We can't do that. The want... thing is, we can do that. It's just that we should do. We it. think about what other people are going to say. That's about why when you said you went to therapy, Isaac. I was like, yeah, I, 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 I wish I had have done it earlier. Because therapy doesn't heal you; it helps you understand. And a lot of times, people we we hate what we don't understand. So just that understanding alone, it it, it clarifies a lot, and we learn how to self soothe. And I've learned that. And if I had the money, if if my uh, insurance yeah. covered it, I would go. Every other week, every week, if they let me. Yeah, like you said, like lack of understanding of what's going on in your head can drive you crazy. Even right, even crazy. Especially, especially when you waited so long and you've never dealt with that and you don't understand why. Yeah, exactly. And uh, long story short, I didn't get those pills. By the way, I did not get those pills. <laughs> I think you said it like three times already. <laughs> I, I because I'm I'm actually really mad about it. <laughs> you still want them? You can go back. I can't. Well, I don't need them now because I know what causes it. I mean, I I know. Where it derived from. Yeah, so like that's what I was saying. Even though you like wrote my story off or whatever, it's like I didn't understand what was going on. I was on. just joking. I, I know, I, I know, I, I know. <clears throat> I didn't understand what was going on in here, right? And so when I went to the doctor and they told me what it was and I looked it up, I understand what where things were coming from. I understood what my triggers were. I understood why I was feeling certain ways. I never all I, I didn't always understand when it would come and and how it would come, but I did understand that eventually something was going to come. Because with bipolar, you have this thing where you become manic, where you're happy all the time for like two weeks straight or whatever. You feel invincible. You can do all kinds of crazy things. You jump over cars and it, stuff and it's like funny that, right? because when you told, and I think I told you that, when you told me that, I was like, you know what? In retrospect, everything makes sense. Yeah, like Isaac, I don't know if yeah. you remember this. You don't, I, never, I, don't, I don't think I ever told you this part but remember when me you and eddie and, and and sam used to watch football and eat at their house and stuff and then after football oh, we, yeah. were, we were taking our fantasy football league and then we would watch uh walking dead right after oh, yeah. and then i would leave and go to work yeah there was one time where we had a great time and i had just my my my, my grandma had just um she borrowed my car and this lady that she went to take care of Ran into my car and like tore the back door off, so my car was in the shop, and her insurance was paying for it. So I got a Prius, which everybody knows I love Prius, right? So I was driving the Prius, I was hanging out with my buddies, I was playing fantasy football, and I was probably winning that week too. And then oh, um, okay, okay, <laughs> let's not. But get crazier. um, I had a great day, right? A great Sunday. I, I got out of church early that day. And I love going to church. It was a great Sunday. And then I get in my car after leaving you guys. And almost immediately, I just started crying for no reason at all. And driving to work the entire time, my brain was just saying, driving to the oncoming traffic, driving to oncoming traffic. And I didn't understand what was going on. I got to work and told my um, my partner that I was working with, I said, hey, man, give me like 30 minutes or so. I'm going to have to 
sit outside for a little bit. I'm, I'm dealing with something, or I was. I think I told him I was talking to somebody on the phone or something. But I sat in the parking lot for a long time, just trying to stop crying, and I didn't understand why. But when I went to the doctor and they told me this, I understood where not it's necessarily where and depression. Yeah, I understood. So <clears throat> now I'm better able to take it because I understand. I'm not going right. crazy. You, you can't. You didn't fix it. You didn't right. take anything. You're. You just. You understand why. So when you start to feel that way, you. You know. Hey, that's this. This is just a part of who I am. I've always been that way, but now it's just. It made so much sense throughout. I remember my all life. the time you used to sleep all day, and <laughs> and we used to pick on you, call you lazy, and I was like, man, that that boy was just depressed. He was hurt. I was also walking we across the jokes. city trying to get a job. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> Like you was going through so much things that I couldn't even fathom, and I was making so many jokes. I, I lost told my you hair, that. man. Stress. Lost my hair. That's heredity, man. Shut up. Um. All right, we got deep pretty fast, though. Dude, I fucking, <laughs> this is supposed to be a comedy podcast. No, I love that we went to mental health because, like, that as a comedy podcast, like, I feel like sometimes it can be um, <clears throat> easy to have a wrong perception out there that we're just like happy all the time or yeah. whatnot. We don't have real issues or whatever but yeah. like um some of the happiest people some of the biggest comedians in the world have the same mental health issues of depression and anxiety or yo bipolar or whatever so it's like i'm happy we started this freaking robin williams man i love that man to death and yeah. to hear him take his life was heartbreaking it's tears of a clown oh man and then, um, like, when I heard about it, I, I looked at his life, and I was like, it makes sense. I can look at my life, and if anything ever happens to me, I can look at my life and be like, it makes sense, you know? And, yeah. yeah. They did, like, um, a documentary. Was it, like, was it Mick and, Mick and Morty? That's the TV show. I think that was the name of the documentary. Too. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Or Nanu Nanu, something like that. <laughs> Seriously. And uh, they were talking about his life. You can just tell, man. You know, it's funny. Robin Williams is the only comedian that ever made me cry. And what? I, Jack. Jack? It was a scene when uh, they were doing the math when the teacher asked, you know, he, they, she asked the class, what do you guys want to be in uh, 20 years? And everyone's writing down what they want to be. And he's writing down and doing the calculations of his uh, aging. <laughs> and he's like, I just want to be alive. And I was like, <laughs> I need um, those pills. <laughs> I need those pills. <laughs> Um, I, I uh, greatest dad ever. I think that's what it's called. His last one? Or was it his last one? That movie was good. It, it was no, but that was horrible. a good movie. It was horrible. With uh, uh, Mina Kunis. Was she in there? Yeah. I know the kid from um, um, Spy Kids was in there. Wait, Rose's greatest dad was that the one his where he had an died. aneurysm? No, his son died. Yeah, you know what? You're right. That was going. He hung himself. He was yeah. auto asphyxiating himself. <laughs> Can we say that? Auto-asphyxiating. I don't think you know how to say the word. <laughs> Auto-asphyxiation? I thought you said auto asphyxiating No, he was asphyxiating himself automatically. <laughs> <laughs> With a belt and some lotion. <laughs> Google it, kids. <laughs> um, oh. How about that? Don't cowboys? Google that. What the hell? <laughs> hey, seriously, though, those cowboys. Anybody watch? Well, there's two ways to do it. You can do it manually or automatically. That's the difference between it. Was manual asphyxiation. The other one is automatically. I have a video on it. I'll show you later. <laughs> um. Yeah. Again, Cowboys. I'm, uh, I'm just trying to segue into football real quick. Did y'all see how the Cowboys barely won that game against the Chargers? 
I oh, now I know why you're talking about him. Yeah, I did see that. Because my freaking charges are giving away, giving away again. Like we. <clears throat> Go ahead, say what you're gonna say. I heard all of this last year. Go ahead. Justin Herbert is probably gonna be MVP this year. <laughs> the thing he's is, not gonna be. For, huh? He's not gonna be. <clears throat> I think he he has. You're a Ravens fan. He can be. He's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Oh. Uh, they stole his heart because they can't win anything anymore. But listen, those Chargers, man, they're giving oh, they away games. They might sign Cam Newton, so it could be. You hard. think so? It might be. You think yeah, that's yeah, they were talking about it. They, you they, think that's a good play? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I actually do. I think that uh, Cam Newton, would um, he'd thrive under a coach like Mike Tomlin because he's a player's coach, and I think mm. that he, he understands them. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. can understand that type I of I mean, player. he did – He. AB was there for years, and AB was right. one and he's always been that way. Anymore. We're just now seeing it, but he's always been that way. Yeah, and then I, I think that would be a good match. I think if he can play for any coach, it would be Mike Tomlin because he kind of has a you know a soft spot for players like him. Yeah, he's a good coach. Urban players, urban. He is an urban person. Yeah, he's an urban player. He's an urban coach with an urban player. You know. They're black. I'm just glad that you transferred <laughs> off of talking about Kentrell's trash teams. Oh, my gosh. Listen, my charges are good. They're going to the Super Bowl this year. Listen, I'll say this. <clears throat> They're going to have a winning season. They're going to go to the playoffs. They're going to win the first game in the playoffs. And depending on who they play in the second round, they might go to the Super Bowl. But the only thing we have to work on is not giving Losing. the game away with – Offensive penalties and with stupid play calling at the end of the game, which we 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 we're done with that because Anthony Lynn isn't there anymore. He's a great guy and everything, but just not a great coach when it comes to stacking points. Are we gonna talk about the Panthers? We're, we have the best record in the league. Right Listen, now. I don't know what's happening with the Panthers. I never had any faith in, in Sam Donald, but he's doing it. He's just Donald is, he, is great, but is I he will playing, say this: I don't even think you guys good? are making the playoffs. No, but we're probably going to lose the rest of our games. I mean, we're still in the same division as Tom Brady. So my question is, is Sam Darnold playing really good, or is he just not he's, making a lot of mistakes? He's making a lot of mistakes. Like he he is does. making mistakes? He, is. he reminds The defense me, is really good. He reminds me of – do you guys remember Chad Pennington? Yeah. He reminds me of Chad Pennington. Because he, he's just an average quarterback, but the mistakes he makes doesn't really – like he fumbled twice. They recovered both fumbles, but it's like he'll do really bad for three downs and then make it up in the last down. But you can't call that person clutch, you know. And we have a good defense that helps. The defense, and plus we played really bad teams. I mean, we played the Jets. Houston didn't have a quarterback. New Orleans, though, they killed Green Bay that first game. That was, I think, that was a fluke. I think that was a fluke. But I think they are a decent. I think they can be a decent team if we beat Tom Brady. Then we're talking about something. Hey, but you know what? Sam Donald is fast. He's I didn't, Yeah, I saw him run. I, didn't I saw that, that that one run when they call holding. I was like, man, he's got some no pun intended, but some jets. <laughs> Between him and Robbie Anderson, he got some jets. Yeah, Robbie Anderson is pretty good. He I was thinking the ball one time that that whole game. I was thinking Robbie Anderson was gonna be mad when they signed. I was like, dude, listen, I left the Jets to get away from this guy. Rob, he made Robbie Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> All those garbage time points, he made him. Robbie Anderson's pretty good, though. He's fast. He kind of reminds me of um, Theodore Ginn Jr. Ted Ginn Jr.? Yeah. What did you say? Theodore. 
Theodore. Oh, okay. His real name is Theodore. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah. Shang Chi. Am I going to be the only what, what one? What do we know? We we done here. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're kind of <laughs> wow. like. Wow, uh, wow, that was a ten out of ten transition. <laughs> that was good. Um, how do you say it? I thought it was uh, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Fu Manchu. Let's uh, start with Fu Manchu. Why? Because it's racist, and I want to get into it. Go ahead, then. I don't know anything about the backstory, but <laughs> let's talk about how we went to go see it. Yeah, and hey, listen, Shang Chi was really good. Hey, Nate, I'm giving some feedback. <laughs> Shut up! I, no, I, I can really hear. <laughs> I hear a high pitch. It was really good. It it was really good. It felt weird. It didn't feel like a normal Marvel movie. Exactly. So listen, here's the thing. I loved it because a couple of things. It didn't. The reason why I wasn't excited to see it when you were going to go see it is because I just knew it was going to be another Marvel Marvel movie. And when I watched it, I started watching it with the expectation of it being a Marvel movie, and it felt nothing like that. It felt like when my when my daddy used to took take us. Um, I'm sorry, not take us. We used to go to um, Blockbuster and Hollywood Video and get these old tapes. Of like the kung fu movies, mm-hmm. the one with the bad dubbing, yeah, and they you know and the like they be fighting, jumping in the sky, like punching, kicking and stuff, and then they land and stuff. It felt like that. It did have a crouching tiger, hidden dragon, dragon yeah, kind of vibe to it. and it felt so good. The 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 colors were beautiful. Yep. The landscape, everything. Yeah. So it. You were talking about the colors and yeah, the, the color. And- it it was beautiful. It the was sound that the choreography. Yes, the choreography. Let me talk about that. Thank you. I'm into martial arts, y'all know. Like I watch UFC. I, me and Caden train MMA a little bit and stuff. And <clears throat> because my my daddy took me to see those movies all the time when I was a kid, it's the reason why I'm into martial arts. When I was in um, Spain a couple years ago, there was this Chinese lady who. Um, she trained in, I can't remember what discipline it was, but she trained in something and she was telling us that it's, it, it's, when she was telling us about it, we were like, oh, wow, you, so you know how to fight. She's like, yeah, but it's more of a dance because when you're in your choreography and you're doing the moves and the routines that you have, she says, whenever you have a partner, it's more of like a dance and she was showing us, like, I think she would, like, hold my hand up, hold her hands up like this. She would make a move and then make my arm move. And then I would push back on something else. And we're just kind of going back and forth, back and forth with it. And she was saying, like, it's it's a dance, whether it's a choreographed dance with someone or it's, like, a dance, like, a fight to the death. And and I, I thought that was beautiful when she said that. <clears throat> and it made sense. I filmed her. I wish I can. I wish I, I knew where the, the video was. But I filmed her doing her routine. It was just graceful, man. And when I watched the movie, it reminded me of that, and it reminded me of have, you know watching those movies with my dad yeah, and the stuff. The balance of the yin and the yang, how they were yes. talking. Yeah, I, I like that too, and I like old martial arts movies. So for me, when I saw it, I was excited, but it was weird because it felt like it wasn't part of phase one, and I felt like it wasn't going to like segue to the next phase. Uh, for me, it was just like sort of in between a limbo. They, you know had some scenes in there where they had cameos but you know to me it was just like a a cheap sort of i i didn't <clears throat> i looked at it like this it could You're be talking about the fight club sequence right. in particular right yeah right. <laughs> yeah 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 
it, it seemed to me like it could be a movie on its own without being even being attached to Marvel Universe. Right. Could be. And I like that idea, but the thing is, they will bring in some stuff in there to remind you, hey, this is a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. And and th- those are the parts I didn't like. The casting. This guy just came from nowhere, huh? A lot of uh, a lot of Asian actors and actresses in there. This guy, I've never heard of him. I like I, Aquafina. I like him. See, uh, he, seemingly, I like him. I watched a show he's on called um, Kim's Convenience. I tried to tell your brother about it. Yeah, I'm just glad uh, your boy wasn't in there. What's his name? He's in everything. That guy who played, uh, who, you know who I'm talking about, Park. What's his name? Yeah, yeah Randall Park. Randall Park. I'm yeah. just glad he wasn't in there. I just knew he was going to pop up at some but point. But he, he was in uh, like other, mov- other Marvel movies. So he probably, no, I thought I'm he could so have glad been to hear in there. That you liked it too. Well, what? I said I was so glad to hear you liked it. Like I, when you said you wanted to talk about, it, I was like, oh snap, we're gonna hate. <laughs> Dude, it oh, was bro. it was a really. I'm surprised you liked it too. I'm, I'm I am too. <laughs> it was a really good movie. It was a part of me. For for you know for a Marvel movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For a Marvel movie, don't like I said. It could be a movie that's not attached to Marvel at all and be really good. I feel like they even should have put it right with Disney. Even with like the dragons at the end, it still yeah, could have no, been its I own movie. I felt like a lot of the problems that I have with Marvel movies, for the most part, it didn't have. Which was like, it had good fight scenes, which a lot of Marvel movies don't. It had a good soundtrack, which a lot of them I feel like are very, like, just average. You like that old and, 80s love ballad? Huh? What, what, what song were they playing in there? I don't know what you're talking about. I think I know what he's talking about. In the old, in the other Marvel movies, it's more of like this grand. Yeah, rock and roll. <sighs> no, you're and not it's just like, like yeah, it's 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 unremarkable. It just like makes no impact. Right. Yeah. Um, and a lot of I times like... in those Marvel movies, the pacing of it is pretty quick. So you have the yeah. same um, um, score playing through two or three different scenes. And it just feels like they're just trying to push the movie along with the with the music in the background, like a montage or like right. a, a, mm-hmm. a, a right, slideshow right. or something. Right. And this didn't feel like that. I also thought the villain was like really well, or the villain, like he was just a really compelling character of like his dad. I thought his dad was like a really well done character. Uh, I feel like they could have done better. Better, yeah. You know what? I just remembered a really bad part about the movie what? that I'm not going to say. Well, what? With Ben Kingsley. It's just... Okay. That was the worst part of the movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I, to what get part? Like, Tell me, yeah. like PTSD from Iron Man, <laughs> uh, Iron Man 3. What part was bad, though? What, what part are you talking about? His whole character. Yeah. Like, no, I, listen. That, should, his character shouldn't be in there. Hey, listen. That Planet of the Apes joke was fine. <laughs> that joke was hilarious. <laughs> It was you like, can't tell me that wasn't funny. It's like certain movies have comic relief, but that was like, it was all comic. He was too much, had. yeah. So Aquafina, I thought she was going to bring the, the comedy comic up relief, here. Right. And I was like, let's uh, let's not do that. Because the way the movie started out, I was like, let's have the comedy here. Right, and it right. worked. It worked. She was kind of in this area, and then she brought I it down here. She was fine. Yeah, exactly. And she brought it down here towards the end of the movie. She barely did any comedy at all. And I liked it because it was in its context. But he was a comedy relief, comedy relief, and he was just joke after joke after joke, you know, like funny part after funny part. But I think that that Planet of the Apes joke was funny. It was. I Did mean, you it was... get it though? Because if you don't get yes, it, then obviously it. it wasn't funny. I think we all got it. It was funny. Did you get it? Um, what, what, what was what? I going to say? The Planet of the Apes joke. 
I think I remember it being funny, but I don't remember. Yeah, what it was. I I, okay. I don't okay. remember exactly how the joke went, but I remember it was. I was looking around he, like he was. <laughs> did anybody? Don't, don't, yeah, don't spoil the joke. No, no, no. I have to. I have to. We're okay. doing his accent then. No, no, I'm not gonna do it then. I'm not gonna do it then. Uh, do what, it. What was I gonna say? Yeah, I don't like how it just. It just seemed like it. It reminded me of how they did Captain Marvel, like it was like, hey. This is also a character. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it because I've read all the comics, but I've never really read. I, I've never really even heard of. I can't think of one comic that I've read with him in it. So he it also, was fresh to me. He also, if you go back to the comics, this isn't really who. Um, uh, what, what's the name of the, the character? His father is supposed to be Fu Manchu. Fu, He's, Fu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be Death Dip. Was it Death Dealer or something? Wasn't that the guy with the mask? The one that got the killed. The one that trained him. I don't remember, man. It's been a long time. I tell you what, I got a, a new liking for uh, Wong. Like, he's my guy now. I mean, yeah. I've always liked him, but he's definitely that dude. Any other thing you hated about it, Isaac? Anything else that I hated about it? Um... The only thing that I like thought could have been done better is like the final fight scene in the village. I thought I so. Me spoil. too. Yeah. But like, I feel like they're like scale battles, and like, I just don't know how. They basically went to like Chinese Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> you know what was lame too? How she shot that arrow perfectly at the dragon and shot it right through the throat. Not to mention. <laughs> I mean, it's just a, it's just an arrow. <laughs> yeah, they did the Kamehameha thing too. It was just oh, that was hilarious. I was sitting next to Kane. I was like, "Is this Dragon Ball Z?" <laughs> I seen it at a really, really bad movie theater, so I think that kind of ruined the whole mm. show for me. It was really bad. I felt like I was watching a bootleg at the theater. <laughs> I mean, you was there. It was a really bad movie. Theater. People walking in front of the screen. And it stuff. was horrible. Like the screen had burn marks in it, <laughs> and like somebody pressed record. <laughs> It was horrible. People coughing and one person. Okay, one I will say that. That was, was like, another Girl. thing. We actually watched it. So, where I live got a new, like, super nice swank theater with, like, heated seats and, like, and, like sky view technology for all the screens. Right, like and it's, like, really nice. So, we go to watch Shang-Chi. And that, like, it didn't work out to see it there. So, we were like, okay, let's go back to the theater we always used to go to in town, the Regal Cinemas. Which is the first time I've been back to that theater since the new one opened up and i guess i just got bougie with my theaters because like that real experience was terrible <laughs> like it was not as bad as burn screens on or burn marks on the yeah. screen like you're just crap but it was like i was sitting there like we used to come here all the time and think this was nice like what the world that's how it is like you can't go back like once amc opened up and Yo, they had the recliners it's like amc anywhere I is go, my it's place like, to go we're we're the reclining buttons Bring my food. It's just, it's not like that anymore. Hey, I went to the studio bar and grill oh and, and to see Black Panther when it came out. That joke oh, was that trash. Was the worst. I thought it was going to be like upscale. They serve you dinner. It is dinner. upscale. As it's long as nobody's to, talking. It, so it, in other words, don't go see a black movie with a bunch of people talking. <laughs> I, I, I want to say there's Malcolm X and then Black Panther <laughs> as the blackest movies ever in history. Why about, would you go do that? Forget about Friday. Friday's a good oh, God. I don't think that ever came out to the theaters. Why would you? Why? Why? Why would you? Listen, I went to see that with a friend. How many costumes were there? 
I can't even imagine how that how that goes. Like, oh girl, no, he didn't. He got powers. <laughs> Why you sound like my mama right now? <laughs> mama always. <laughs> I took her on her birthday, right? I took her to see February thirteenth. No, no, Get Out. Um, I think it was Get Out. I know. No, 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 no. It wasn't Get Out. It was um us. And the the very first like five minutes in the movie. Get Out is what they were saying. When, yeah, when they so the the first we first of all we get there late because she because always, black people you know because she's late, and then uh, we we you know got slid by some people to get to our seats. I swear we're not even there like five minutes. Movie already started everything. We're not even there five minutes, and her phone starts ringing. I mean oh, like goodness. vibration, like ringtone super loud to the max. What was her ringtone? It was some. It was um. The what's his oh, name? Oh my god, Bruno Marsong. Oh, no. It was the Bruno's Mars on the strawberry shining. So oh my god! Terrible. <clears throat> wow, that is so embarrassing. <laughs> but I, I'm embarrassed for you. I, I listen. I was mad. I was mad. So I was like, Ma, turn it off. Turn it off, Ma. Ma, turn it off. Twenty seconds later, jump starts raining again. I was like, Ma, I, I turn turn your phone off. Just turn the vibration. How about this? Just turn your phone completely off, right? She said, I thought I did. I thought I did. And so we sit there for a little bit. Movie starting to get you start to get to um, you know part of the plot, and uh, she's re- she leans over to me. She's like, "Troy, why they do that? I don't know, Ma. <laughs> why are you asking me? I didn't make the movie. <laughs> I'm watching the same thing you're watching." And then uh, she asked me another question, like, "Where are they going? Why they do this? Why do you take me to this scary movie?" <laughs> I was like, well, "Just watch the movie." It's like the older they get, the worse they get. I'm like, Ma, just just stop. Watch the movie, please, please. I'm watching the same thing you're watching. I don't, I don't know these. I don't have these answers. And so she stopped asking me questions for a little bit. See, if that was me, I would have. They had that little number on the on the screen where you can call and have someone come in and escort her out. They would have been in there with the flashlight. And I would Here. Huh? So yeah. we get to the part where you saw um, us, right? Oh, yeah. Twice on opening night. Yeah, yeah. So we get to the part <laughs> where... um. They start, you know. I've never seen a movie. You have? Oh yeah, you're afraid of movies like that. But no, anyway, we get wait, to wait, wait, what? Live on the. Oh, podcast. he don't, he don't, he doesn't watch anything that's remotely scary. If it looks like it might be scary, he won't watch it. Oh no. He a little punk. He a little punk. Nugget. That's why I didn't see Candyman. Yeah, a little punk. Uh, it was good. You saw Candyman, right? Not yet. I it's want to. good. You should, you should watch it. But listen, we get to the part where like they're at the door. You know, the part you see in the trailers and stuff. And he comes out with a bat and stuff, mm. and then yeah. they start they start running they <clears throat> they start playing baseball. I don't want to hear. It. <laughs> they scatter and run out right, and he goes into the house and he's like lock the doors and stuff, and then it gets to like super suspenseful part, and then her phone starts ringing again. <laughs> I would never. Her phone started ringing. Listen, I took the phone out of her hand, turned the junk off, and put it in my pocket. I was like, Mom, watch the movie. <laughs> Where she, the only thing worse is she just answered and said, girl, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> but everybody, like the people behind us, at that point, they were frustrated. They were like, shh, shh. I'm like, dang, man, this is embarrassing. And I don't get embarrassed Has much. she ever gone to the movies before? She does, but that's just her life, man. That's how she do do things. You talk so much trash about Before we go on about uh, Sung-Chi. I don't understand. Like, was Aquafina supposed to be like his love interest, or no? I don't think she was, and I like that. I like that they were just friends because 
how many times have you had a movie where people were just friends? Unless it's like a, a brother buddy, or sister. Unless it's like a buddy buddy coming like super bad or something like that. It, there's always some type of romance involved. Like this character is supposed to fall in love with this character by the end of the movie. Or this character is supposed to save this character then they end up falling in love or something like that. This movie was just two friends saving the world together. You don't get that too often. And I like that they... You mean a, a male and female? Yeah. You don't get that too often. If there's a male, as if there's a female counterpart in the movie, she always has to be the um, damsel in distress. The damsel in distress, or she either she ends up being like the <clears throat> the powerful female who ends up saving him when she, he was supposed to be saving her, kind of thing. Oh yeah, I'm glad you said that, uh, Isaac. You watch uh, what if? I haven't, no, I haven't seen I haven't. what if. Huh? I haven't seen what if. Yet. Oh no. man, you're, you you gotta watch it. I wasn't sure of like, is it gonna like I, I I was thrown off by it being animated. I guess everybody says the same thing. Just watch it. Do you not watch animated stuff? Yeah, I don't know why this one threw me off. I think honestly it was because of Loki. Like I was just tired. Of, I was just burned out with Marvel, and Loki pissed me off royally. I've been burned out so. with Marvel. That's why I wasn't too excited about Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Yeah, I think they're gonna go have a pretty large gap. I don't. What's the next one that they're coming out with? Um, the Eternals, like in a month. Yeah, and that's another one. I'm not really interested in seeing that. The only reason oh, I want to see that is because I want to know about them. I Other. think that I think the real next phase is gonna get started when they release the new Spider-Man, of course, and Guardians of the Galaxy, and Doctor Strange, and Thor. Yeah, like the, I, the, I'm the always excited Thor. about the Thor movies, though. Even after the Dark World. Yeah. They're always pretty good. Now, well, Dark World was probably the worst. That was the worst one, but the other, all the other movies were good though. Not Especially like one Ragnarok. Of the worst Marvel movies. Yeah. Yes. A, yes. Yes. Dude, I, I think the first Thor is so overrated though. Have you seen that recently? No. Somebody told me that the old Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, was really good, really bad when they went to watch him recently. What? It, I know. I, I was oh, you mean when they went thing. back to watch him? He went back to watch him. So I want to go back and see him just to. I just see went back something. and watched the Iron Man's. Was it good? Yeah, Dude, they were. Held up. Yep. Spider Man is goofy as hell to go back to watch, but I still love it. But but that Spider Man was meant to be that way. Spider Man is broken down. I mean, you have the Amazing Spider Man, the Spectacular Spider. It's broken down to so many different things, and each one depicts a different character. The one with Tobey Maguire was perfect. They're all good though. I like Tobey Maguire's Peter. I, 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 I think he had the too. best Peter. No. No? Who's the best Peter? Peter Parker. <sighs> Tobey Maguire wasn't the best Peter Parker? Yeah, but you have to remember, when Tobey Maguire did that role, he was like 30 years old. And? he It wasn't like the young Peter. He was like... Uh, Thank God. I'm so tired of young Peter. I'm, we never got young complaint. Peter. They're getting younger. It's Toby, then Andrew, then what's his I know. Tom I know. I hate it. Yeah, I mean, it's, to me, I feel like the younger they make them now, the the, the you have less, to go into the role though. The less. Well, here's the thing though. What I like about Toby McGuire is because I wasn't I wasn't particularly excited about his high school life with Flash and all that stuff. What I want to know is like. The stuff afterwards, what happened with him right. and Mary Jane, and how he has what I love about the the Tobey Maguire Spider Man's is that he like, but you can get that from any Spider Man. You just have to grow into it. You have to grow into it. I but was gonna say, what? That's the thing that people like talk about with Tobey Maguire being too young. 
He's only too young for like the first twenty minutes of that movie when he's in high school. You mean too old? Yeah, too old. Yeah, too old. Yeah, too old. Too old. Yeah. Right. And then after that, like, he's it's about just another young adult. It's like it's not like you have it's like a step over coming of age. It's like he's already come of age in a sense, but now he's learning how to become a man, and that's what Tobey Maguire went through. It's like how do I? become a superhero how do i take care of a person how do i look out for my aunt how do i deal with the responsibility i have as a superhero how do i deal with being married how do i deal with relationships in general but i just feel like they 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 miss so much and they can only go so far look at the third movie that it's like they had to cram everything else in it yeah, just the third movie was, was bad but now with okay. tom holland he he's still in high school uh flash is his friend uh i, I don't know if they're gonna like add venom to it but you know, at some point, he's going to work for the Daily Bugle. He's going to work with Eddie Brock. Uh, this is the last one, I think. Sony doesn't have any... I think this is their last movie with Tom Holland, with Spider-Man. Is that right? Is that right, Isaac? Uh, I'm trying... I, I think it's... It depends on if the cameo appearances count or not, I think. Because if this is the last one, even if the next movie is the last one, when does he become that person that... Um, Maybe they don't do it. Maybe they find a way. Um, you know, if they do the multiverse theory, then they can kill three birds with one stone. Because then you have Andrew Garfield, which is sort of that middle with uh, Gwen Stacy. And then you have the older, you know, more worn out Tobey Maguire, where he's like, hey, kid, I've already done all this. And, yeah. you know, I can show you the ropes or the webs. <laughs> but again, though, that's what I'm saying. It's like, what is that? How does that hurt? How does that help your case for saying that um, Tom Holland has time to flesh out that adult character of himself? Well, I'm just saying you have you just have more potential. That's that's all I'm saying. I, I like Tobey Maguire. I mean, he he he. Was, but it's potential, potential. If you don't reach the potential, that's like if we want, look at like a basketball. No, 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 no. Listen, if you have a basketball player, right, and you look at him, his rookie years, oh, this kid has potential, and then the second year, oh, he he didn't get it last year, but he has potential. You're five, six, seven seasons in, and you're still saying this kid has potential. Does he have potential? That's not the potential I'm talking about. But what what we're saying here is like you're saying that Tom Holland has potential, right? No, no, okay, maybe I didn't say it right. It's just that you can do more with them. You but can take the story in and different what, ways. What I'm saying is, how can they do more with them if they're not going to be able to use them anymore? Well, I don't know about that. I mean, we don't we don't know how that contract works because there was, there was talks of them not being able to use them in the next one. All right, so even and then, here we are at the third one. Right. So okay. So even then, let's say they do, how many more movies you give them, right? To how many more movies do you need? That's what I'm asking. Because but, but he, he's always is Tom Holland, let's say they, they they do this movie, right? Was it Homecoming? Uh, or No Way Home. No Way Home? Like that, yeah. They say they do No Way Home, right? And then they do another movie with Tom Holland. What is he going to be now? Is he going to have a job still looking like a kid at the Daily Bugle with Jonah J. Jameson? Yeah, I mean, look how they did Thor. Look how they did Banner. I mean. They're not kids, though. I mean, they don't I'm, look super young. No, but the point I'm making is they did so much with the character. They 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 evolved the character. With with Tobey Maguire, how many times are they, are they could they have done that? I think they by the third. By, uh, do you the remember third the movie, third? Venom? The third movie was bad, but yeah. I think they could have done better though. That doesn't mean that he was bad or that his character was. I mean, bad. They just I'm gonna have to take umbrage with this like repeated comment that the third movie was bad. 
The third movie is not as bad as it's as it as it gets credit for. I like it, the, but I think at the time we were looking at it, we were like, "Oh, that's the first time that we're seeing had, Venom." It, it in had live potential. <laughs> well, I mean, they it was a lot of CGI. We it was, was the first say, it was the first movie where we got to see multiple bad guys on screen at one time. Also, you have to remember. Too, I was gonna say, you take you take um, the the Eddie Brock like Venom part of that movie out. Which is the part that Sam Raimi didn't want to do anyway. Like, that movie's really good about his relationship with Harry and uh, the Sandman. Like, that's the thing that I think those original, like, Spider-Man movies did so well. Is that all these, like, Spider-Mans with Tom Holland right now are all about, like, him fitting in this universe. Yeah. Whereas the original ones were all about his relationship with other people. That's true. And, like, the lessons he learned. Like, the third one gets a bad rap, I feel like. That is true, and I and I joke, but the the third movie was uh was horrible. <laughs> it, it was, I, I mean, Topher Grace, that was so bad. Like him being, uh, that's another thing too, Isaac. I think we waited so long to see Venom. That's his nemesis, his arch nemesis, right? And I don't think it did justice to like the kids that were watching. It's like, how do you get him out? This, how do you get the symbiote off you? Like, do you play the theme song to that '70s show? Like, it's, it's <laughs> a really bad movie, and they're all so old. It's like you're old. You're an old guy with blonde hair, and it's like you guys are like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And I'm like, they could have done it. better, better and, casting, and and, and and like well, the Venom we have now, I'm happy with them. If we had that Venom in that movie, it would have been better. If we had this Carnage in that movie, it would have been better. And also, the story wasn't up to par when it comes to the first say, two movies. But, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it didn't But it didn't I, match. I feel like a lot of that is, once again, the studio. Like, Sam Raimi had a plan for the third one. Right. And they forced him to do That's Venom. just like Justice League, right? Exactly. But why couldn't they do that with yes. Batman? With, with, um, with uh, Nolan's Dark Knight. Can we talk about the the uh, DC universe, or do we need like a whole another show for this? Or we need another show. Okay, I'm just making sure. That might be a two part, like six hour show. Yeah, just on the Snyder cut alone. We have to do a Snyder cut of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're back. Um, really quick, we um. Want to tell you guys? This is weird. What are we talking about? Who are the best Batman's? No, what's weird is you stretch that across that couch. My view is disturbing a little bit. I have nice legs though. Very nice. Yeah. Put your socks down. Um. What were we talking about? Oh yeah. So. (laughs) So we uh. Just want to talk about it really quick. I want to hear from you guys because I already I already know what I'm gonna say. But why? I know I'm the one that asked you guys. Do you want to do the podcast, right? <laughs> but why do you want to do a podcast, and what do you feel like you can get out of it? Who wants to go first? Just to get my opinion out and have all of our conversations that we normally have, anyways. I mean, we spoke for like four hours a day, anyways. Yeah, we did. That was. Uh, definitely worthy of being on camera, but it was all not wasted. But I feel like other people could chime in and yeah, have have that buffer or even someone else to bounce ideas off of. I feel like I have conversations like that with you and, and Isaac and other people too. It's just that like it's 
conversation that you have with people where if there's a third party watching, they will be entertained by it. Mm. Now, this episode may not have been the most entertaining, but I feel like there are going to be moments where we really get into it. <laughs> and I feel like those are going to be the, 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 the good ones. But um, anyway, yeah. So, Isaac, you, what about you? Um, I just felt like Control was going to kill me if I didn't. Um, Probably true. One hand. <laughs> no, but I, I mean. I've been, asked, what you, I've been asking yeah. Isaac to do a podcast for like, what, two years now? Three years? At least. Yeah, probably more like that. Because I've been um, asking. I was like, hey, um, let's do a podcast. Because talk about movies and stuff, right? Yeah. Because every time I see him, all we do is talk about movies. And we get in arguments about a particular stupid movie that he about likes. About your stupid opinions? And uh, um, No, but we have like fun. And like I feel like we, we have good conversations. And it's, it's like everything you guys already said. Like I feel like... It's just a, it's just a fun, fun thing to do, and um, yeah, I, I, I love having real conversations, and this, this so far has been great. <laughs> what about you, Nathan? What you got to say? Personally, I just been around this stuff like a few years now, being off, on and off on Twitch, seeing different podcasts on YouTube. So I figured this is something that I wouldn't like to try to get into in the avenue with. That's pretty much why I'm here. Also, I wasn't trying to get choked out by you saying, I need you. <laughs> Nathan has a very um, smooth voice. It's like yeah. coffee. I mean, he has, I feel like, you know, it's after 12 o'clock, the midnight storm. All the, the eyes are out there. Yeah. Coming to you live. Yeah. Shop. On the ones and twos. <laughs> Are you cool cats out there? <laughs> um, so obviously a lot of this stuff is like pipe dream. I wouldn't say it's pipe dream because it could be real, right? I think the reason why I keep bugging y'all about doing this is because we have long conversations. Kyra, me, you will talk on the phone for like four hours, literally talk on the phone for hours, for four hours, <laughs> and. I, I just thought you had a stutter. <laughs> and we would talk about important stuff. We'll talk about deep stuff, sad stuff. A lot of gossip. Oh, yeah. Gossip about... Usually yeah, that, we that's keep how a, drop names. Yeah, I was going to say, we usually gossip about a select few people. Yeah, and, and within our, our circle. Yeah, yeah. It's just a few Sometimes people. Sometimes about Isaac. Yeah. Nathan wow. only gets in every once in a while. But... um. We have long conversations and we talk about this stuff. And, oh, we always talk about sports. We get into arguments. This is one thing I always tell people, too, is like there is one person on this planet. I told you, too, Isaac. There is one person on this planet who will actually make me mad to where I will start arguing with them. And you're that person. Oh. Well, Literally, Kyron. <laughs> I tell people all the time. Listen, I told my friend about the time we were playing 2K. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We were we on the same team? Yeah. Listen, the thing is, well, two. I'll give you two things. We're playing 2K. I remember exactly what you're talking about. And I make a pass 
and then you do something stupid and it's a turnover and you're like, Trill, why are you why are you making that stupid pass? I wasn't open. It's like, Cairo, you were wide open. The game just, I guess, glitched and make him get the ball or whatever. And then you you saying, No, I wasn't. I wasn't wide open. There was two men between me and you. I was like, No, there wasn't, Cairo. I remember what I saw. I remember why I passed the ball. And you just kept going back and forth, back and forth. And then I started getting heated. You started getting heated. And then after the game, I recorded it and showed it to you. And you were like, Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like, why are you arguing with me when I know what's the, what the truth is? But the other thing too is I was telling somebody is that you you do this thing where I know what you're thinking, I know what you're trying to say, but the words that come out of your mouth don't line up with what's in your head, and it's because you try to get the words out so fast. And so I try to help you out, but when I do that, oh, we start getting that. arguments. Yeah, ne- never do that. Either we were on don't a, help me. <laughs> we were on the basketball court, and. Cairo took two steps to make this layup, but the way he takes his layup sometimes, they look weird, so it looks like he's traveling. So they call walk on, on Cairo, and Cairo's like, that's not a walk. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's. I said this. I'm like, yeah, it's not a walk. He took two steps. Cairo's like, how is that a walk? I didn't even have the ball in my hand. Cairo, yes, you did. You took the shot. What do you mean you didn't have the ball in your hand? <laughs> well, what happened is I shot it with my foot. <laughs> And, and so, so I couldn't have taken the steps. He says stupid stuff like that. He says stupid stuff like that. And I'm like, Carl, listen, I'm on your side, but you did have the ball in your hand. And he's like, no, I didn't. I never had the ball in my hand. Carl, you took the shot. How did you not have the ball in your hand? And, and he kept getting mad. And I was getting mad to the point of me and him. And mind you, we were on the same team when this happened. On the same team. And we're both on the same side of the argument. But now we're arguing with each other. Needless to say, double tech, we were both thrown out. We have to go home. <laughs> but that stuff happens all the time with Cairo. And it's it's entertaining, like, after we laugh about it. But, like, in the moment, we don't care. We just... We just get up here and we can't come back down. <laughs> but it's it's good. It's brotherly love. It's, yeah, it's it is. But I think like things like that though can can, I mean obviously like, me retelling the story is not as funny as watching it. <clears throat> and I feel like if we can catch that on camera, that'll be entertaining. Right. But here's a, a a big reason why I, I was thinking I, I want to do a podcast with y'all is because I told you about this, uh, Cairo. But my thing is if we can make this good, if we Obviously, this is our first time, but if we get this down to where we know what we're doing, we know how to do it, we do it successfully, We can, if we start making income from it, what I want from you guys is, because I care about you, is I want you to be able to quit your jobs. <clears throat> I want you to be able to, I want you to be able to not just quit your jobs and work on a podcast full time, but quit your jobs, work on a podcast, and have time to explore and do other things that you have passions for like isaac i know one time you said your dream job would be like to 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 review movies and stuff <laughs> but i know that you like you want to be a filmmaker as well i know you want to get into the audio fixation well. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to talk about it we, we all know about girls. all asphyxiation 40 was that 40 hours a week 40 hours a week 40 hours a week but some overtime <laughs> <laughs> but I know that you have things that you want to do and it's hard to do these things with our nine to fives. Right. I have more freedom because I I can kind of make my schedule with my jobs, but you guys, I want you guys to have that freedom to, so you can go pursue your passions as well. And then we can make money here and grow this thing or grow something else. Me and you were talking earlier about, um, 
how we could possibly have like a podcast studio and rent that out to people who want to do podcasts. Yeah. I definitely want to do that. That's something that's doable, you know, where we don't have to have a full-time job and we can make money from that and then go pursue other ventures. But yeah, I, I want to be able to grow something with you guys and have you guys pour into something and I pour into it and it grow. And then we can also go our own ways to our other things. I also think what I want to do with this podcast is reach out to local talent. So music artists and filmmakers and people in the area who want to do something or have something that they want to share. <clears throat> we can um, put their talent on display and give them um, a platform to show what they can do. Right. And, by doing that, we can network. So we can network to figure out how we can grow a podcast. Network to figure out how to get into music. Network to figure out how to, you know, maybe this person knows someone that we can talk to about. Monetizing. Monetizing or making a film or something like that, right? And if we can successfully do successfully do these things, I feel I like... Just, I feel like we're, we're doing all of this and something's not going to be right in the end. Like somebody forgot to press a button. I do feel like did you press somebody's record? not gonna have audio. It's all recording on three cameras. I feel like Did you just turn yourself off to say that? He turned himself on to say that. I feel like Nathan's been on screw the pooch. <laughs> I know he did. Did you hear that voice? <laughs> Wait, did I hear right that Nathan's turned on right now? <laughs> so he t- he turned the world on when he did that. <laughs> um anyway, so yeah, I, I, I just want to be able to be a part of helping you guys do something more. And I hope, I mean, I'm not saying that we're going to do this. I'm not going to say you guys are going to be millionaires or anything. But if that's a possibility, I want to be a part of it. And um, I'll never give you your credit. I don't care. All, all I care about is that you get a chance to get out and do the things that you have a heart for doing. And uh, see, that's this is why we argue so much because you have to be so good, pure hearted. And is this this you're selfish, you know that? Yeah, a tad bit narcissistic. Listen, I, I thought I thought about this because <clears throat> we have conversations, right? Mm-hmm. And I realize a lot of your point of views, your worldview, if you will, come from a selfish. Um, perspective. It's not selfish. It's just me first. <laughs> me first. Not. It's not that no one else. If if I'm on an airplane and there's okay, one, okay, you parachute, have a point. You have a point. I can guarantee you, I'll float it down. I think you have a point. You 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 were joking, but I think you have a little bit of a point there. But I still think like you, you just for you, everything has to work in favor for you. And if it doesn't work in favor for you. Then it shouldn't work at all, or it. No, 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 no. How's that go? I feel like if it works in favor for me, then that's the the route I'm going to take. If not, then I'm not going to take that ride at all. Now, I don't think that's selfish. I think that's fair. Well, no, I, yeah, I get with I'm with that. What what I'm saying is like, how about this? If it works, if it doesn't work in favor for you, but it works in favor for somebody else, I you, won't involve myself. Exactly. Why not? Because it, what do I get out of it? That's my point. Why do you have to get something out of everything? Because it's my life. So your life is filled with you just trying to gratify yourself. What if everybody? What if everybody was like that though? 
everyone would everyone would be happy for themselves. No, they wouldn't. Well, who's gonna not be happy? Nobody would be happy, Kyra, because no I one be has. Happy. You can't be happy if no one's listen. What kind of things make you happy? For example, give me one thing. I'm simple. Ice cream. Ice cream. So what about those people that don't want to work full time jobs? The and then and then they what does don't that have make, to do with ice cream. If people aren't working full time jobs in wherever they make ice cream at, you don't <laughs> get the ice cream. Oh well, I'm gonna have to make the ice cream myself. Will you do that? Yeah. You gonna get down and churn some ice cream? I churn forty hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> ice cream all the time. <laughs> Just hanging around. I'll, I'll make it happen. Oh my god. What's gosh. your point? So you're trying to make it seem like in in this world. My goal is to please someone else before I please myself. Have you not been listening to me this whole time? I'm always going to please myself first. I know that. That's what I'm saying is maybe you will find more success if you think about how other people, how you can help other people. And So you're saying I can achieve more success by listen, helping listen. other people. What I'm saying is this. Remember what you said earlier about the girls that you have. Maybe you attract something that you're putting out. Right. If you're putting out this quote-unquote selfish type of lifestyle, mm-hmm. maybe that's the kind of people you're attracting. And so if you are more selfless, helping people, helping people even at the expense of yourself and, and, and encouraging people and things like that, maybe you will in- attract those kind it's of people. It's not that I don't encourage people. I mean, you're well, paying I, me to I be know, a I know, I know that. I'm just, to the nth degree is what I'm saying. Like, if I'm making it look... But what do you get out of encouraging people? What... So what do you get out of encouraging people, though? Well, I, I want to see other people do well. Yeah. I mean, that, that's not a but question. What do, you, I, huh? but what do you get out of that? Me or him? Pers- personally, I, I get Kyra. nothing from it. But also, it, it, it doesn't take much from me. It's, there's no effort. And I, I understand what I'm saying as I'm going and I'm, you know, helping your point. But I get nothing from it, really. I mean, you know, I guess it makes me feel good to make someone else feel good. But... I guess if it's little to no effort on my end, then I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, you, you're not willing to go the extra mile, if you will. Right. To, if someone is on the street and they're like, hey, man, I need to ride down the street so I can get a beer. Can you help me out? I was like, ugh. That's different. I don't want you in my car, but I'll give you a dollar and you walk the rest of the way. Yeah. If I mean, it was me personally, I would have had my gun on me. Yeah, I, I, like, I don't thing. think so, brother. Right afterwards, I was like, I text Ria right after. I was like, I got to get me one. Yeah. But... Yeah, I didn't. Well, you can't get one money. because no, you're I bipolar. Can't. I can't. How? If you're if you're diagnosed, you can get a doctor to allow you to get one, <clears throat> especially Seems with no incidents. I said, this is high. America. You can get a gun with bipolar. <laughs> yeah, that's I true. mean that's about it. But if but, I have any say in it, I'll make sure that you don't get it. If if you need references or if, if I, I find that. out that you're trying to get it. I'm going to call up there and leave an anonymous tip. And I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be mad at you if you did that either. Good, because that's my that's my role on this earth is to make sure that you. But how much effort would it take you to do it? It would take a lot. So 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 what we proved here is that I'm going to go out of my way to hold people down and not lift them up. <laughs> and that's fine. I am okay with that. And earlier the analogy I made about the parachute, there's only one parachute because I made sure there's only one. We had a surplus. He went through, but the they're all going down. To they're, make sure they're all going to down, make sure nobody else could jump out of the plane with the parachute. Someone has to tell the story, and it's gonna be me. <laughs> Can it's I do not. my shameless you, you, plug? You got a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so 
Really quick, explain what a shameless plug is. All right, so the shameless plug is going to be what we do at the end of the show. It's just something that we're going to talk about. It's going to be whatever's on our mind that week, something that we've seen, something that we've always been interested in, and we want to you know, give it awareness to other people. For instance, mine, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about Sylvester Stallone. And it's completely mm-hmm. random, but this is the whole purpose of it. I've been seeing clips on YouTube every once in a while uh, of Rambo, um, Judge Dredd. I want to watch Judge Dredd. I saw a clip, and it's really cheesy, and I just found out that it was a comic, and I love comics. And I've actually seen Judge Dredd, never knew it was a comic. So I'm going to make it like my highest priority tomorrow because I have nothing else to do other than make a couple of phone calls to make sure that you you know can't... <laughs> Get, get taken care of and I'm gonna download it and I'm gonna find whichever way I can watch it and I'm gonna watch Judge Dredd and I'm gonna do a movie review on it right here are you gonna read it am I gonna re- if I can find the comic uh, we went to Orlando Studios and uh, I was actually looking for some comic books for you and Wash hmm. uh, I don't know what what you really into so I was gonna get something random whenever I go to Comic Con I always try to find like the most obscure was it you who got the one uh, Section 8 there's a, a superhero called Section 8 Super racist, but super entertaining. He's like the opposite of Batman. He's like the poor guy. And I wait, think he's wait. like a frog person or something like that. Oh, he's no. from like the slums. And uh, his superpowers is like food stamps or something. Like it's, it's really bad, but it's, <laughs> really, yeah, it's really entertaining. Uh, but yeah, Judge Dredd, I want to go back and I want to watch it. Not the horrible, um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Carl Urban. Yeah, Carl, yeah. No, Sylvester. That was bad. That was really bad. Yeah, his gun was cool though. Hey, remember um, what's name? Murder, death, kill. Yeah, we watched it together. That, that was, was a good demolition movie. man. Yeah, yeah, demolition yeah. man. I wouldn't mind watching that again. I'm gonna watch the Sylvester Stallone movie. Yeah, old sly. What about you, Isaac? You got a shameless plug? Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> this week, um, a local artist here in Maryland. He's an independent uh, hip hop artist. Dropped an album. And my good buddy who I went to school with, who was DJing my wedding, uh, his name's uh, Thomas DJ Boss Player, um, Agbon Eater. He's a co-executive producer on this album, and um, I've only listened to half of it so far, because I listened to it on the way to and from work, and my drive is not very long. So, I'm only like halfway through it so far, but it's so good, and like so unique, and yeah, I just wanted to drop a plug for him. Uh, it's the artist is Born Eye, um, and the the album is called In This Moment. It's his first uh, hip hop album, but it's so good. Is yeah. it like Christian rap? <clears throat> no, no. It's hardcore rap. It's not hardcore, but like, yeah, no, it's not. It's not like who, Christian rap. Who would you uh, compare him to? That's a good question. Okay, so this is going to sound like super high praise, but it's really just because he, I feel like he's got a very, like, experimental, like, unique sound. I'm going to compare him to Childish Gambino. No, you can't do that. No. No, no, no. <laughs> I knew you, you were going to have that, that reaction. You like, can't his, do that. His music sounds different, but, like, I'm just talking about the way he approaches... The art? The art, yeah. You know how I feel about Gambino, man. I like I like him. What do you, how do you I feel? Just, about him? I feel like you overrate him so much. Man. Why you say that? I mean, you was like, if I could see anybody dead yeah. or alive, I would go see Gambino. Yeah, alive. that's that's not because I think he's the best rapper ever. Anything. Because you like him personally. Yeah, I have a personal 
um, love for him. Because when I listened to his music, when he first started making music, the things he was talking about, the things that I, I, I related to. And so because of that, that's the reason why I like him so much. And then I see him in like community and movies. And then like, he says things like, for example, that one song he was like, um, did I put you on community? I think you did. Nice. Yeah. But, um, he said that one song, that one song he was like, uh, he's like, uh, for all my fans saying that I'm about to blow, give me six months so you can say, I told you so. I was telling y'all about him before he blew up. And then sure enough, six months later, he started blowing up and everybody's on him. And like things like that. I love that. And then also he was, he, he, he was talking about, um, Han Solo, not, not Han Solo, but, um, um, Lando Calrissian. When he was a kid, his I think his mom or his dad bought him a Lando Calrissian toy. And he said, Mom, one day I'm going to grow up and I'm going to play him in a movie. This man's 30-something years old and played Lando Calrissian in the Han Solo movie. Right? He had a campaign called Donald for Spider-Man years yeah. ago before anyone that. knew he was. I remember that. And sure enough, he ended up being in the Spider-Man movie and voicing um, Spider-Man. Did he? I know he was. Uh, he voiced Miles Morales in one of the. I think it was a, a was it a, the TV show or the something? Ultimate Spider Man. It, it was, was one of the animated. Movies. Yeah, the the Ultimate one was like the kind of three D one. It's kind of like What If. Yeah. Um, but and then um, he was the uncle of Miles Morales. Yeah, that was dope, right? And the I movie. Like they should have just went ahead and just. Let they should have. They should have done it, but it was a cool little cameo there. Um, it was. I respect that. But anyway, but the stuff he was talking about in his early music about what people would say about him and how people felt and how he felt and the things that he wanted to do and, and his approach to it all. It was just like, dude, you're doing the stuff that I want to do. You're doing the stuff that I talk about. You're making the things that He's I like want to make. like the poor man's Jamie Foxx. Unpopular opinion, but that's what I say. Have you seen Weirdo? You say poor man. Oh, the poor man. He's like the, the, the wish version, the, the great value version of Jamie Foxx. I think not in music. He makes better music. I think Jamie Foxx is a better comedian. And if you ask me, who do you think is a better actor? Between Jamie Foxx. And you know Jamie Foxx has an Emmy, right? And I was asking you, you think he's a better actor, right? Yeah. I agree. So the other thing is, who's a better writer? I definitely Gambino. Right. So it's like two to two. Writing and uh Wait, who up. said who said Writing. Wh- wh- what was it so far? Uh, acting, direct, uh, acting, acting, writing, writing, music, and um, comedy. Can we not give them a tie in music? Because Jamie Foxx is also a Grammy winner. Just, and I was gonna say the only thing I give Foxx a win for in that category is maybe acting. That's that's it. You think his stand up is better? Like well, Weirdo well, this, and I might stand up. Jamie Foxx stand up is definitely way better. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'll give you so, that too. So, acting and stand-up is Jamie Foxx. Writing and music, Bino. Okay, if you're doing stand-up only, yeah, but as a, I, was, I was thinking more like comedic actor. Have you seen the Jamie Foxx show? Have you seen Horrible Bosses? Okay. Yeah, I've seen Horrible Bosses. Listen, yeah, yeah I, I think he has, he has to win that too. Yeah. Okay, but I'm, I'm just thinking like community alone. Yeah, community <laughs> compared to the Jamie Foxx show. That, that's, that's what I'm looking at. That's a good point. What yeah. would you watch before Community or Jamie Foxx? Show? Jamie Foxx. I think so too. It's a quick. It's a and I don't give anywhere. I don't I don't give him credit for um, Thirty Rock. I mean, 
that's one of the greatest shows ever, but I can't give him a grade. He, he, he wrote on it, but. Okay. Okay. I can give you that, but. All right. Okay. And um, music, I mean, he, he raps and Jamie sings. And he sings too. Have you, you not think heard he's Red a better Bone? singer? I'm not saying he's a better singer. He makes Musician. better music. Uh, he, what, what instruments does he play again? None. He plays a, no. He, he does none. play multiple music. He does. What instrument does Gambino play? I don't know. I don't know all the music he plays. I don't know all the music that. All, I'm not know, talking about the on a, I don't know all the instruments Jamie that Masego play, plays either. Can, but Masego plays music and play by ear. Yeah, because he's a great pianist. Yeah, but have you seen him do other things other than that? He can sing. I seen him win a Grammy for his no, double I'm platinum about, album. I'm talking about uh, instruments. No, I haven't. Yeah. Have you seen Ray? This is a good movie. Yeah, yeah, Ray Charles. Good movie. It was great. Yeah, great movie. Hey, listen, great. the way he portrayed Ray, he put he portrayed Ray better than Will, Will Smith. Smith did Muhammad Ali. Yes. Better than Denzel did Malcolm X. Yeah. Oh. And... Wait, what? Well, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> All right, say what you gonna say, Isaac. I was just gonna say that that Jamie Fox had a better like impression in like. But I don't know. I think the performance from Denzel is better. Man, that's that's tough. That's tough. Okay. I mean, Ray was a really good movie. Like, it was a really good movie. But Malcolm X, man, it's just... I'm not a fan of Spike Lee. And, and yeah, I'm not a Spike Lee It's fan a little either. too artistic to me, but... I don't know if that's good. Just, I, I don't know. Just, I do like that that Roland Dolly it's, shot it's he does. Denzel. Wow. Now I'm also dealing with Spike Lee slander. That's just like, Oh, you like you like Spike Lee? Yes. I really God. You know what really you know, I watch every time I watch a Spike Lee movie, it's like it's really good. Then it gets really artsy and then it just turns to like a musical and I'm like, No, 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 only that watching. No <laughs> No 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 disrespect to what he's what his message is. I think it gets too artsy, and then it gets very, very hardcore, like politically racist. What are you talking about? Does that make sense? I, I see. I have no problem with that. I mean, if Spike Lee was the guy that's like, "All right, I'm going to put a hit and message," you know, hide the the candy and yeah, the- that's what I'm saying. But he doesn't do that. I feel like Spike Lee is like very overt about it all the time. Well, my problem is like, for instance, I watched uh, what, what's the old one? School Days, the old movie that he did. Mm-hmm. And it's like it literally turned into a musical in the <laughs> middle of the show, and I'm like, it's, it's like watching a play. Even in Malcolm X, it was like a scene when it's just like it's almost like doom, doom, doo, doo. it's like a it's like a, a dance. It's like yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what's going on here? Uh, what's the one when when this like the girl dancing in like in between scenes? What movie was that? Do the right thing. Jungle Fever yeah. was a musical. Uh, he uh, she hate me. I was watching that show Shout and I was out. like, this is a really good show. And then out of nowhere, it was like a comic book with sperm cells yeah. and, and Anthony Mackie's face. And I'm like, why? It was a perfectly good. Can we talk about our favorite directors? Go ahead. Quentin Tarantino. Come on, Isaac. Uh, go ahead. Oh, my God. Quentin Tarantino as Quentin a director. Tarantino. Go. Quentin Tarantino. I know you got a lot to say. Go. No, I just, like, he's all style to me. Like, and sometimes he gets up his own ass about how stylish he is. 
I, he's I, a great writer, but yeah. as a director, he. So what about the hateful eight? How do you feel about him doing it with the uh, with the film? Actually, using the the white lens film. Like it's cool, completely unnecessary, and it, I Very feel like he, it's just him doing it because he's him. Yeah. But yeah. like, I liked his like I, I, my personal favorite of his is Kill Bill to me. Um, really? Because yeah, Kill Bill is like far. a Spike Lee movie. And you like Spike Lee? I mean, do you agree with that? Kill Bill is like a Spike Lee movie. I mean, I can see that. I think I think Jackie Brown would be more like a Spike Lee movie. Definitely. What what is your favorite um Quentin Tarantino movie? My favorite? Yeah. Um Probably Django. Django was really good. I always forget about I, that. I watched movie. it the second time, probably Django. When I think about Tarantino, I forget about Django. But my favorite was um Reservoir Dogs. I like the nonlinear good. storytelling that he did in that movie. I think Pulp Fiction is the most overrated movie maybe of all time. Pulp Fiction is very overrated. Yeah. I think Kill Bill I still like it, but... The Hateful Eight is probably his most underrated movie, and it's really good. Uh, The last one he did, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, horrible. I didn't... I I, I loved the beginning of that movie. Like, right after... Was that Bruce Lee? He was supposed to be Bruce Lee, yeah. Yeah. I I love that scene. But other than that... I didn't like the ending, when he just beat up all those kids. Yeah. See, that was my least favorite part. <laughs> I just thought it was entertaining. Like the because the entire movie, well, most of the movies was was pretty slow and I, I felt like <clears throat> I love the dialogue. Wanted, yeah, yeah. He he's he's great at dialogue. And that's one thing, bastards. Yeah. That's one thing I, I love about Tarantino that I want to learn how to do is how to fit so much dialogue in a movie and not make it feel stale. Like he can have like a, a lot of foreshadowing. He can have like ten minutes of dialogue in one room. And then not mm-hmm. feel like you're just sitting in this one room listening to people talk. It's, it's detail. And a lot of the time, it's just because of good directing. Good yeah, acting. but also, like, the, the conversations aren't necessarily story-driven either. The, it's the, just it's, about random stuff a lot of times. But a lot of the time, it's it's the actors that make the scene. Uh, That's true. Uh, what's his name? Christopher Waltz? Chris, Christopher Waltz? Hey, Christopher yeah. Waltz. And, yeah, and uh, in Glorious Bastards... Um, the scene where he's at the beginning when he's at when he's in the um house and he's looking for the um for the Jewish people. And yeah. uh the the scene that he's having when he's talking is just a lot it's repetitive, mm. but it's a good thing. I'm thinking about like the, the Pulp Fiction um scene where they're in the car talking about the Royale with cheese and my one of my favorite parts of the movie he's like <laughs> when Samuel Jackson was like <laughs> he's like, Did you where where does blood come from? He was like I, I drive my hands on there. He said, I drive my hands with the same towel. Didn't let no dog on maxi pad when I got <laughs> finished with it. <laughs> that was funny. But it, he, he's really good at putting the um, dialogue in there and not make it feel stupid. Because it's explaining the story. Not uh, all the of hateful it. Eight, man, it's, not it's all so of it. much. It's just it's talking. It's just all talk. It is. I, I, when I'm watching, I'm just like, man, this this. Hateful Eight did something great where it felt like you were in, like when they were riding in the. You felt like you was a third person. Yeah, you were a part of the, you know. Yeah, it was interactive. Yeah, I I told Riyadh the same thing when we was watching. I was like, you know what? This is like a a movie about, this is like, guess who? Yeah, it feels like you went on that ride with them to that place Mm -hmm. and then you were in that room with them where people were getting shot and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And you're trying to figure it out too. I want to see a good movie like that, a good guess who movie. 
I thought you know, like that a murder mystery. I thought Orient what was it or uh, Murder on the Orient Express? Yeah, I thought that was gonna be like guess who I did too. Though. That's the one with um uh uh, uh Pirates of the Caribbean? No. No. Wait, who was in that movie? Um Daisy Ridley. Obi Wan. What's his name? Who? Ewan McGregor. Obi Wan. Ewan McGregor. No, no. Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Taken. What's his name? Ewan oh. McGregor isn't Oh, I'm thinking Kenobi. Um Yeah, 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 yeah. Liam, uh, Neeson. Liam Neeson's. Yeah. <laughs> Liam Neeson's. That was that was uh <laughs> That's the movie. I, I mean, I was like, "Oh, this is like who, who, who done it on a train?" Like Knives Out. Even Adam Sandler did one like that. Knives Out was close to guess who wasn't. That was pretty good. Well, that was really Knives Out. You didn't see that? I thought I saw it too. S- what? No, yeah, I saw one Knives Out several times. Oh, I thought you said you didn't see it. No, yeah, I said it was good. So, so your we favorite? Got, director, I don't even know how we got here. Can because I? your favorite director and your favorite actor. My favorite director. Yeah. Actor. You didn't say that the first time. I'm asking him. He just went on this tangent about... Um, Actually, you did. We were doing the same as plugs, and you went on the tangent. I was going to say, favorite actor currently working is Ethan Hawke, probably. You Ethan still Hawk. love that guy? What's what's a good movie that Ethan Hawke played? <laughs> I like Daybreakers. That was pretty good. Um, I think it was Training called Day? Daybreakers. What? Training Day? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't sound too confident. What, like what, what were you asking? He is in Training Day. What, I'm saying that Training Day was a good movie. Name, name some good movies he's been in. There's another movie that I just watched him in that he was pretty good. I can't remember. If you say it, I'll probably remember. Um, I mean, well, yeah, Training Day. Um, but I liked uh, Boyhood. Boyhood's great. The the um, the Before Trilogy. All three the, of the Boy, Before Trilogy. I don't know if you've seen this yet, Trink and Trail. I know I've talked to you about it, but Predestination is great. Um, no, oh jeez! What was the recent one that he was in that was spectacular? I as just well? saw a uh, movie with him. Man. He was in it. He was in the television uh, miniseries, The Good Lord Bird, as uh, uh, John Brown. That was excellent. Those are all or Cut Cutthroat City. Have you seen Cutthroat City? I've heard of that. Oh, uh, you know what? That's, that's that's what it is. I haven't seen Cutthroat City, but uh, my brother was telling me to watch it. That's what it was. Yeah. I was like, I know this guy. Yeah, that's really good. Isaac, what about your favorite director? Dude, the director is hard because, like, I don't know, man. Spielberg to me is always like one of my first answers, just because like he was the first director that I love. Huh? It's an easy one to go with, right? Yeah, and well, and also like he was the one that like I feel like was the first director that I that I noticed and started like watching movies just because he made them. If that makes sense, like so, yeah. it's it's tough to not say him. He really made you distinguish like the art. Yeah, yeah, like he gave me like the appreciation for movie making itself. So I have a hard time saying someone other than him. I think there are directors who are more stylistic now that I that I appreciate more, like Denis Villeneuve. Um, Control. If you say M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> no, no, I'm not an M Night. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I do like M Night. The, I know you're nuts, I, but that's I, fine. I I understand that he has some, some misses. He'll have a hit and miss, so I understand that. But I do like his miss, his uh, hits. That's that's all I'm saying. Okay, I can respect that. Um, but I I, I like. I don't know because it changes. 
depending on like storytelling and dialogue and 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 stylist. Like for example, I like J.J. Uh, Abrams, and it's because he he plays with he has his TED talk about um, the mystery box, and he does this in his storytelling where he doesn't allow you to always fully answer the questions that you have when you watch it or he just waits until the very end to give you what you want and it's effective um i think a lot of people hate it because it's like oh you're just drawing this out whatever i think it's effective and i think the storytelling is pretty good and i love his lens flare i know a lot of people hate that too and i love it but i think his movies are beautiful too but um I like J.J. Abrams. There are other directors I, I, I can't think of right now that I really like, but it just really changed. There are movies. Like, there's this movie called, um, I think it's called Cashback or, or Paycheck. Payback? I think it's Cashback. That movie was gorgeous. And I can't remember who the director is or who the cinema, uh, the, um, director of photography is the dp is but that movie was gorgeous and they took a lot of artistic um risks in that movie um creative risk and it turned out really well uh i thought that movie was beautiful um storytelling could have been better and it, but yeah anyway i like different directors for different reasons and um yeah i i, I can't really pick a favorite Wow, so you made us pick one. I didn't make and you do you anything. I just asked the, I mean, Kyra asked the question. You want to do your shameless plug? Hey, you know, to bring it full circle back to Knives Out, I just looked and Ethan Hawke got cast in the second one. Oh, yeah? I yeah. can't. I, I do want to see that. When that comes out, I'm going to see it. Yeah, I think it's going to be on Netflix. Yeah, if Spike Netflix Lee um, directs it, we got a trifecta here. <laughs> so my... um. Shameless plug. I actually have two. The first one is, <clears throat> I, I there's a app. There's this. Um, I have this friend that worked. Well, she was working with us, and she introduced me to it. And it's called Letterbox. Have you heard of that, Isaac? Heard oh yeah. Letterbox. Letterbox. Letterboxed. And um, it's letter b o x d. And it's an app where you can, when you watch a movie, you can make a list of, you know, like a watch list, and you can um check them off or whatever. You can put in when, what day you watched them and stuff like that. But you can leave a review, and it's like a social media social media thing for reviews and stuff. Almost so, like a internet movie database. No, 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 completely different. So, like for example, if you have a movie that if you went and see Shang Chi, right, mm -hmm. you can mark it off your list on the, in the, on the app. Mm -hmm. Say that you watched it on this date, whatever. Leave your three stars, four stars, five stars. Leave a review that you want to write in there, whatever. All of your friends who are following you mm -hmm. can read your review. They can interact with it. They can like it. They can send like you Like an internet movie database? No. No? How, do you do that on, on IMDb? I do. Okay. Um, so it's like Yelp for movies? It's like Goodreads for movies. And um, anyway, so I like that app, and I've been using that to keep track of my movies that I want to watch, the movies I have seen. And I'm just going through my history of like, oh, I forgot that I watched this movie. I forgot that I watched that movie when I was 10 or so. And so I, you can make like little lists of the movies that you, you know, like a, a, a little, like I have a movie, a list, I think, I don't rem remember the name of it, but I have a list where I 
put all the movies that I watched um, when I was a kid in my grandma's living room because that's when I started getting into movies. It's just cool. But um, I like that app. That's pretty cool. I left a, a review for uh, Shang-Chi on there. So um, that's my first one. And then my second one is, uh, you know about this one already, but I was on TikTok the other day, right? Isaac, do you know anything about drill music? About what? Drill music. Drill music? Yeah. I don't think so. No, nah, no. Nah. So <clears throat> there's a a specific type of music, um, hip-hop music, right? And it's called drill music. And uh, have you heard of Pop Smoke? I don't think so. No. Nah, so Pop Smoke is, he's a, uh, what's it called? Um, what kind of drill is it? New York Drill, I think, right? It's called New York Drill, and Pop Smoke's from New York. And so he was really popular, and he made this song called Dior, Dior, or Dior, and, and everybody knew about it. And he died, I think, last year or the beginning of this year, one of them. But that song just, like, blew up, right? And so a lot of right. other artists are making drill music almost like that that sound kind of like it. And there's this guy on TikTok that used a sample of Celine Dion, and it ends up being like a remix or he used a sample and like started make it sounded like a drill song and it was really good. And I left a comment on there and I was like, Celine Dior. Right. And it got so many comments. I mean, so yeah, so many comments and so many likes. And, uh, he ended up naming the song after my comment. <laughs> I'm going to leave you as TikTok and tell you to go follow him. A, a true shameless plug. By the way, That's Pop Smoke is like 50 cent. If he, didn't get rich and he died trying. That's, you can't you can't do that. I mean, basically, I, I, he he's he looks like fifty. I think you his name is actually that. Curtis Jackson. You can't do that. You can't. Yeah, I, I can. Did die trying though, Carl? <laughs> you can't do that. Anyway, this kid, his uh TikTok is called I Am Tressor. I don't know what that means, but it's T R E S O R R. And that's can't on. You just like put a link in in the bio. Yeah, we can. Um, but anyway, the song is called Celine Dior, and uh, if you want to go listen to it, you can. I thought it, was, it sounded pretty good. I, I I just got a snippet, so I didn't hear the rest Celine of the lyrics. Celine Dior is like Madonna if she didn't get hooked up. Celine Dion, you mean? Her name is yeah, Celine yeah, Dion. Yeah, I meant to say that. Yeah. So uh, you can just edit it out at the end. Do the pop smoke thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so that's my, those are my two shameless plugs. All right, next week I get two. Yeah. All right. Um, Are you going to clap us out? No, I don't have to. But that's... How y'all feel about this? I feel great. Yeah? You like it? We'll I'm like it immediately going to look up drill music. Yeah, it's it's organic. Uh-oh. <laughs> he's going to come back next, yeah, next time week he with a red braids. bandana. <laughs> he's going to have the... Uh, <laughs> he's going to be doing the dance. <laughs> Stay far away from Chicago drill. Oh yeah, if you if you, you Brooklyn drill, Chicago. Well, Why do they call it drill? I don't remember. Because of the type of music. That Chicago kind of drill actually came from the UK. Something. Yeah, Chicago really though, but no, it came from UK. Yeah. They use it though. Yeah, it came from UK, but it got popular in America because of Chief Keef and them, and they were using it to basically diss each other's well i'm sorry sets, yeah that drill did i'm yeah. talking about the brooklyn style drill that was specifically from uk 
they sound different. Yeah, it sounds different. But the reason why they started calling their drill music because Chicago his had it voice first. is just like perfect for this sort of thing, right? Are you talking in the mic, by the way? Can we hear you in the it's mic? Like a I mean, you want me to talk this close? <laughs> All right, say what you're saying. But it got popular in New York because games from Chicago went to New York, and that's what based all this stuff is. That's why when you hear Possible, he say "woo." Yeah, it's basically, I know that version of that. I know all this gang stuff. I know so this gang that's stuff. That's all it is. But what I'm saying is the style that New York uses. It's, it's, it's from the UK. Yeah, it's from the UK. That's where you got Grimes. Uh, what's the other dude? There's actually a few UK people actually like. Grimes is one of them. Uh, Crep. Idris Elba. Crep and Cadet. Hey, yo, Idris Elba can rap, though. Yeah. He's, actually, he's actually a lot better than I thought. You know what I really miss? I haven't heard. That, that is the most English rap name I've ever heard. What is it? Crep and Cadet. They're cousins, well. They're cousins. I think one of them died, though. So. Yeah, man, it seems like that type of music is like playing a... Yeah. Mm. Oi. Did you say oi? I did. <laughs> you know I say that all the time. It's uh, it's just just same reason I say I I I. All right, <clears throat> that's all we got for you guys tonight. So, um, we don't have a proper outro yet. So Isaac, maybe. What do you have planned for the weekend? I'm going to see a fight tomorrow. I exercise. <laughs> Wait a second. If you if you if you cut me off again, you're gonna see a fight tonight. <laughs> you know what I realized too <laughs> is I've been cutting you off all night tonight. Hey, control, control. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna talk about what I'm gonna do for this weekend. Go ahead. So you just. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. I honestly don't think I have. All right, but I'm really gonna. Uh, I'm thinking about this. I've been with, cutting uh, off my all night And <laughs> Go ahead, Isaac. I'm gonna mess up the sound. I don't care. I'll talk all over you. <laughs> I can cut you out. <laughs> Suddenly, it's a two-person podcast. <laughs> Go ahead. Um. No, I don't think I have too much planned. I'm going with a, to a movie with my sister tomorrow, and then what are you gonna yeah, see? Watch. Uh, we're debating right now between uh, the eyes of Tammy Faye and Tammy Faye. What, what yeah, was the other one? that's still one. I'll be watching that's that has that's Jessica. Chastain. Um, Chastain. Her and Bryce yeah, Dallas and Blue, Howard. Blue Bio. Who? Blue Bio is the other option. Um, which that is the one I'm leaning towards. But Isaac, really quick, I mean, I want to ask y'all this. Um, my favorite podcast is Flagrant Two, right? And the main host on there is is um Andrew Schultz. They have a show in DC in October. Do you want to go? Is Charlamagne going to be there? In, o- in October. So. In October. It very much depends on what's going on and what day it is. I think it's a twenty something. That doesn't help at all because it's not specific. It's a Saturday, I think. They have Friday and Saturday, so we can pick between. Gotcha. Well, let me know. I will see what I can do. You 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 want to do that? Nah, I'm not a fan of Andrew Schultz. Don't think he's funny. I, I think hope he's super overrated. Really? I do. I honestly do. You really? I hope he. I hope he hears this. I hope one day he hears. Oh no, this. we're definitely. Oh, he gonna, he gonna kill you. <laughs> he's gonna kill you with the jokes. <laughs> you wasn't a fan of him even on Guy Code. Nah. Brilliant idiots. I like Charlie Man and God. Okay, I actually. I'm not gonna say that because he might hear this one day. See, <laughs> I'm not afraid to say what needs to be said. I don't think I, I don't. I I think I'm just not a fan. Not not a you know travel hater. Not a fan. hater. You're just not a fan. Yeah, I don't hate him. You're indifferent. Indifferent. You're, yeah, indifferent. you're indifferent. I think he's funny. 
Yeah, I think he's hilarious. Hilarious. See, that's that's where I draw the line. That's why I say you overrate him. You just you overrate people. You no, no, no. But but but, but but you but you like Charlamagne the guy. You think he's funnier than Andrew Schultz? No, I think uh, Andrew Schultz is more of a comedian. Charlamagne the guy. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I think he's funny. What do you want me to say? I think he's funny. But I I like Charlamagne's personality personally. I think he's he's. I will, I'm watching the show because of him. I think they have good chemistry, but it's funny. I don't watch Brilliant Edges. I watch Flavoring too. Right. I know you sent me the clips, and the whole time I'm thinking, "Where's Charlemagne?" The whole time I'm just laughing because they actually have good jokes. I heard some of the things they said. It's just I don't know. I think they're good at at setups and and payoffs. So and they're good at yes ending. So you ever watch The Breakfast Club? The what? Breakfast Club. Yeah, and I stopped watching because it just lost its flair for me. Okay. All right, we're dragging this out too long. So. Yep. The best way to end the storytellers podcast would be just with the end, right? <sighs> yeah.